Welcome to Inside Independent Publishing. I'm your host, Christopher Locke. I am also the IBPA Director of Membership and Member Services. Okay, I'm going to do a very quick announcement. Uh, so coming up on May 4th through 6th is IBPA Publishing University. So it's an incredible conference. We want independent publishers and author publishers to come. And we appreciate all of y'all listening to this podcast. So we're going to give a 15% discount, 1515. Uh, and in this podcast somewhere, listen for, I'm going to drop in the, the promo code. So perhaps I'm trying to entice you to listen to the whole podcast. Who knows? Um, all right. Also, make sure to visit the website publishinguniversity.org for all the conference details. Okay, so let's get started with this episode. So hiring a book publicist can lead to excellent exposure for your titles, but there are techniques that independent publishers and author publishers can do to best maximize that experience and things that they can do that actually hinder that experience. So Smith Publicity book publicist and marketing associate, Livia McCoy, is joining us today to share tips for her many years in the industry to ensure publishers have a beneficial experience during this process. Well, hello, Olivia. Hello, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, and I wanna also just start by thanking you. You had me on the Smith Publicity Podcast, yes. all things book marketing, so thank you. Of course, yeah, no, that episode's doing great. We've been showing it to authors and sending it their way whenever they have questions about reviews, so thank you again for doing that. Yeah, we talked about the four types of book reviews and I think we already won three awards uh, for that conversation, uh, including the Nobel Peace Prize, is my understanding. Well, yeah. I mean, that Obviously. was ex expected, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was coming for us. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I want to start out, there's sometimes confusion about the difference between book publicity and book marketing. So, as an expert, can you explain the difference? Yeah, there's a lot of overlap too. So it is very murky waters. But when we're talking about promotion, the general umbrella of book promotion, we're generally looking at three different areas. And that's earned, owned and paid media, which can then be translated to earned publicity, owned branding, paid marketing. And those three work together to promote you, your brand, your book, your message to your intended target audience. So marketing is generally going to be things that are more like um, your advertising campaigns, it's going to be paying for visibility and exposure, your paid placements. So if you see like a, like the ad, the big video in Times Square in New York, that's going to be a marketing piece. Those uh, Amazon ads, that's another marketing piece, whereas publicity is earned. So it's us pitching you to the media for coverage. And that could be for an interview, that could be for commentary, which is just a quote or two from you on a topic that a journalist is already writing on, or a byline article that you write yourself that we place somewhere else. But that's going to be more building your brand and exposing your message, or even garnering reviews, especially for fiction, that's very, very important. So we'll be pitching you to bloggers and influencers, and we're getting that media by the merit of you, your book, and your message that people are generally interested in, and then branding owned. That's everything that you are putting out there and who you are, what you're putting forth, what people are interacting with. So your website is something you're interacting with, social media, blog posts, podcast episodes, absolutely part of your branding and all of those visual elements, as well as just your vision, your purpose, and your message. Yeah. Well, so sometimes our members come to us who are indie publishers and author publishers, and they're like, you know, should I hire a book publicist? So I'm not putting you on the spot to like pitch, you know, like, come on, hire me. But I'm just wondering, yes. like, what's the time when you would say like, yes, 
you should really hire a book publicist to do this because blank. Yeah. So authors that have goals of spreading awareness for a message or building up their visibility in a certain space or credibility, maybe they're just starting off or they just started a new company and they're looking to really bulk up their Google search results, especially that's a, that's a huge one. So when someone searches your name or your company or your book, you want there to be search results and you want to be on the first page of those search results. So that means we want to get you out there as often as possible. We want to get you in outlets that make sense in those niche areas. So when they see, oh, hey, I need an expert on mold, household mold, and they Google household mold expert, your name comes up two out of the five times, three out of the five times, however many results show up on that page. That's going to be where publicity comes in handy most often. I would also say it is good for authors that are looking for book sales just because impressions matter. I mean, you're it's said in the industry, and this number I feel like changes every time I hear it, but anywhere from five to 15 impressions before someone actually goes and makes that buying purchasing decision. So you want to make sure that they are seeing it. So they're seeing your name in USA Today, and then they go and see your name in a blogger that they follow, and then they see the book cover in an ad, and then they see the book cover in your own promotional materials or whatever. It might be that 12th time they're like, okay, I've seen this book everywhere. I've got to get it. And so it's it's those people that are looking for loftier goals, that recognition mm-hmm. within what they're what they're doing. Well, I'm glad you brought up the expert in household mold because I've for years have been trying to get my name at the top of the list for that. And so <laughs> let's just spend the whole rest of the episode on that. We actually um, had a client that does talk about that and they do very, very well in that space. So we can I mean, help you out. My question is, are there a lot of them? Like I, that's the thing. You gotta become an expert on something like no one else is. So, but okay, I mean, um, it's important. Uh, Well, so I wanted to ask about that same concept then where, you know, publishers are of course interested in getting book sales, but I think sometimes they can get confused, you know, like, okay, so if they hire a book publicist, like they're like, I wanna get, you know, whatever, 100,000 sales or something like, so can you explain that concept of like, if it's like a direct relation or if it's kind of more of like, you all are for exposure. So anyway, just, Talk to me about like book sales and book publicity. Yeah, absolutely. So there's no way to track any kind of direct correlation. People have tried, but ultimately you could have a publicity run, which just means a piece of coverage going live, a run. Um, Maybe that goes out at the same time that something else happens and they're completely unrelated. We're only able to see how many books are sold in a period of time and then try and correlate it with whatever else is happening for your brand or your book. So we could say, yeah, this run got you this many sales, but we can't actually know for certain that's how it happened. So really where we see a lot of authors very, very happy is business authors that use their book as a really fancy business card for their business. And they'll say, actually, someone read my book and then they bought a service. They hired me for consulting or whatnot. Um, But as far as book sales go, it is those impressions and it's publishers can think of it like reviews Mm -hmm. for the person, their expertise in the brand. So when you are looking to buy a book, you look at the reviews on Amazon, on Goodreads, on whatever retailer site it is. And you say, okay, well, a hundred people have read this. It has about a four and a half star rating. That's really, really good. I trust these consumers to know what is a good book and recommend it. So I'm going to buy this book over a book that only has like 12 reviews, even if they're all five star. And so it's kind of the same 
thing. When someone searches your name, we want those results. We want them to be like, okay, well, they've been quoted this many times and they are very clearly present in this space. Yeah. And so I trust them, their expertise, because I trust the news source that they're featured in or the influencer that's promoting them or the blogger that read them and liked them, whoever it may be. So it's just building up that credibility with your target audience. Mm. And I mean, it seems like then it's like you all do so much work. I know I know how much work book publicists do. It seems in some ways that it might be hard to then quantify like the, how quote unquote successful it was. So because I know sometimes we've had um, our members say, oh, I hired a, a publicist and, you know, I didn't like like I said, they're like, I didn't get whatever X amount of book sales or something. So one is the misunderstanding. And two, I'm sure it's sometimes difficult for you all to be like, Look, we we spent all this time on this, and uh, so how do you how do you s explain that to yeah. like your like a a publisher or whomever and go? But but look at all this though. Yeah, yeah. So something I'm fond of saying is that the most successful campaigns have the busiest authors and author teams. Mm -hmm. So we can get you the run, we can get you the placement, but if you don't do anything with it, then it is going to kind of sit there on the virtual shelf and be kind of stale. Same with. A book, you don't want to just stick it out there and then not tell anyone about it because then no one's going to know, no one's going to find you. So when we get you a run or a review or any kind of feature, then we want you to use that content for your social media, for your website. We use that content in pitching you further. Um, publishers, we work really closely with distributors at publishers, especially those sales teams. They love to point out to bookstores and whoever they're trying to sell the book to, hey, this author was recently featured on the social. They just did a broadcast interview or they were recently featured in um, the USA Today top 10 thriller books to look out for the spring or whatnot. And that's going to help you sell books that way. So we're getting you those marketable pieces that you're able to then pick and choose where you put it. I've also had uh, a lot of authors find success in using those runs as ad copy. They'll be like recently featured in, I don't know why USA to coming up at the top of my mind, uh, recently featured on Yahoo Finance, you know, uh, such and such expert on growing wealth has a new book release, whatnot. And so you can use that piece and everything else that you're doing. And that's how we know success. It's the value of the content. And you also have clients that say, you know, you got me this huge run, but then this this one blog that's very, very niche, people have actually been commenting on it or reaching out to me on social and connecting and saying, I saw this here. I loved what you said about it. And now you have a very, very engaged following that mm. found you through those things. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And so we talked about why people should hire a book publicist. So I'm not trying to get you to talk yourself out of a job, but I am interested in what are times when it's you probably should not hire a book publicist? That's just you're you're looking for something they don't provide. Mm hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, there's we do have authors that come to us and they're looking for like advertising support. And while it's something that we can consult on and lend you help with, we can't actually execute at the moment. Can't actually execute that campaigns or if they want SEO backend knowledge to their website or a web developer. That's not something we we do. Mm -hmm. And so we can give you recommendations and we work very closely with partners that do execute those types of pieces, but it's not something we can directly help with. I would say that authors that have a lower budget, um, focus on the quality of your book and on sharing it with your immediate. We want to help those. We want to help everyone. I mean, ideally we would work with all the authors in all the world, but 
we want someone that has the the time and the attention and the go getterness to get out there and spread the word and take advantage of these opportunities. So if you don't have the time, then that's also a struggle for us sometimes. Mm, right. Like as if they're like, here's the book, go for it. And you're like, oh, what? Like, yeah, And we can promote the book all day. We can get you reviews. But if you want to be the expert, you're going to have to do interviews. You're going to have to do questionnaires and commentary and things like that. And so uh, if if your idea is to give us a sum of cash and then go on vacation for three months and never talk to us, then we're going to struggle with that. That's not something that we're going to be able to actually get any momentum with. I can tell you if someone wants to give me like a bag of cash and then go on vacation, I'm not saying no, but you and I, I think we're different people. So (laughs) I mean, I have a couple authors that'll like write 15 articles over the course of one weekend, send them to me. We'll get them figured out and they'll be like, all right, I'm out for two weeks. I'm like, okay, well, I have plenty to pitch. We did that collaboration up front. Yeah. But yeah, like people that ghost us, we can't, you know. What's this author? Look, is he interested in an interview? I have no idea. I haven't heard from him in six weeks. No idea what he's doing. If he's okay, we're very worried about him. You know, that's, that's so interesting. Um, yeah. Like, okay. There's so much, it's just the whole ghosting <laughs> thing, but that's a whole other issue. Don't ghost people. It hurts Don't people's feelings. People. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I want to talk about the kind of specifics. So if someone's coming to you all to hire you for your services like like what types like how does that work like what can they expect like for example do they come to you and say i want to get an interview on the today show um for my author and i want uh you know like so like what are those things and do they get it as a package can they do things just just one interview like how does that work yeah so no not just one interview okay (laughs) We can we can target it. We can try. We can add it to the target media list and reach out and use our contacts and all of that. But ideally, we're getting you more than just one thing. Um, publishers or individual authors. So we really get referrals and contacts and projects from both. We work with a lot of publishers, um, indie and traditional, hybrid and all 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 of them. We work with literally everyone that can write a book. Um, they'll come to us and generally they talk to our business development team first. That's my lovely colleagues. They know all the numbers and can say all the right fancy things to, to, uh, pique your interest, but come to us as soon as possible. Maybe if it's too early, we'll tell you it's too early, but we'd rather be looped in too early than too late. We'd want a minimum like six months. We love, love being part of cover discussions and giving our feedback on covers or helping to write promotional copy. If we're happy to do that. We can't do any editing of your actual book, but we can look at it and be like, oh, hey, this idea is really, really popular in the media right now. That's so exciting. Mm -hmm. Definitely hit on that or we're going to hit on that when the campaign rolls around, that sort of thing. So come to us with who you're looking to target. Mm -hmm. So I'm a business author looking to target Gen Z leadership. That's a great niche for us. But we often say if your book is for everyone, your book is for no one. So you can't say, oh, everyone's going to love my book. That may be true, but come to us with a a little more uh, targeted audience. And then we can really, really reach out to them and get them engaged and active. Um, come to us with the general themes and ideas for your book. We can help you with title. We can help you with cover or work with the publisher to figure those things out based on what we know of the media landscape. But um, you got to know who you're targeting. You got to know what your goals are and Goals can vary to growing a business, getting clientele, um, growing social media, um, selling books, selling services, 
whatever it may be, just getting the word out there, education, growing a community. We had a lovely woman who wrote a memoir about her parenting experience, and then she created a whole community of empath parents. And that was a beautiful thing to see. And so we were able to really help target people to join her community on Facebook and on her website and blog, newsletter, everything. Um, to come with the goal, come with us with the target audience and the general theme and your expertise, and then we'll go from there. Right. So they, you all come up then with the ideas for how it's going to be publicized. Normally, publishers don't come to you and specifically say, I want to get in, I don't know, the New York Times or something. Like, oh, 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 go ahead. Yeah. No, they do all the time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Everyone yeah. has their idea. Everyone always wants to be on the Oprah show. And we have to be like, I'm so sorry that no longer exists. <laughs> or uh, all the time, all the time. And it always breaks our heart to have to, to have to tell them that. Um, Kelly Clarkson show is another big one. We want to be in the Wall Street Journal. We want to be in the New York Review of Books and LA Review of Books and all those. And those are what we consider like top tier media where we absolutely are going to pitch them. That's on our target media list, our, our cream of the crop who are really going to follow up with, but in hearing why you want to reach those places, we're going to discover your goals and then collaboratively discuss with you and your publisher team. What can we help you with? We have consulting services. So sometimes we'll spend time upfront helping you develop your brand assets, like your website, set up social media, figure out how to engage your network, existing or not, figure out newsletters, whatever it may be. So that when media campaign rolls around, publicity campaign rolls around, we then have a place to send everyone and we have things to point out and talk about. We have ideas. We can do a deep dive, but they'll come to us with a list of probably anywhere from like one to five or 10 places they're really excited about. And then mm -hmm. we'll use that to grow it mm -hmm. because you got to start small to build up to the top one. The New York Times isn't going to be, well, they don't even do profiles anymore, really. So I guess a better example would be like BuzzFeed. They're not going to pick someone they've never heard of necessarily, but if they we pitch you and they Google you and they see a bunch of smaller things like, oh, this Instagrammer with 20,000 people talked about this book and oh, this smaller blog that's really, really engaged talked about this book or the smaller media source. They did a radio interview. They did a, a cable TV interview, that kind of thing Then they're more likely to pick up. They want to be in on it too. They, we want to build momentum mm -hmm. throughout sure. the course of a campaign. And, and what's the process like? You you tell them your ideas. Do they, the publisher, do they then like sometimes say or Nick's ideas and go, no, not that, not that? Or, or how does that process work of like then figuring out this is exactly what you're going to do and then you all agreeing that that's what you're going to do? I mean, we generally come up in the proposals, and this is a great question for business development, uh, but in the proposals, we'll generally give here's our go to here's what we're planning on doing that can change throughout the course of a campaign i mean it's always very very flexible we always want to adapt what we're doing for the needs of that author that campaign that book that publisher whatever it may be most publishers choose to be kind of hands-off and they're like we trust you work directly with the author loop us in on anything you get any questions you have and then we take care of it some do prefer to be a lot more involved and so we're kind of educating them on like well they're like why are you doing this and it's never I can't say that I've ever had a publisher be like, absolutely not, don't do this. But they'll come mm. to us and say, I don't understand why you're recommending this. And then mm. we'll come back and say, it's for X, Y, and Z reasons. But if there's, you're not comfortable with that, or it's not something we can do, for example, we're not going to have books in time to do this specific promotion. Let's revisit, let's rewind and change direction and put that effort somewhere where it's going to have more momentum. 
Yeah, and also on that note too, like, like what's the length of these campaigns? I mean, what, what are you agreeing to? Are you saying for one month we're going to do all this stuff? Are you saying for three months? Like, how, how does that work? I feel like a parrot. I'm just going to keep saying it depends. It depends on the book, on your goals. Yeah. Um, a lot of fiction campaigns can be anywhere from like six weeks to three, four, six months. I would say for nonfiction, most of our authors sign on for a minimum of three months. Yeah. But we've had authors that have been with us for like 10 years. And for they the just same keep book? us. Well, they kind of keep us on retainer and we're more promoting their expertise at that point. And they'll come out with new books every now and then, or we'll use the old book to continue promoting their expertise. But the book is really a timeliness aspect to it, right? So Mm -hmm. we're promoting you and what you can talk about. And the book is just another example of that that we can point to that's exciting and happening right now. Um, You can continue on. We can sign up for like a three-month campaign and then decide, hey, we... It's doing really, really well. We're seeing a lot of growth. We're seeing a lot more people interested. Let's continue on for another three months and then reevaluate. I had a client that was supposed to be three months and we're going on month like seven or eight now because every every time we get to the end, they're like, just not ready to let you go. Totally fine. We can also move from full-time to part-time so that we're not pitching every week, but we're doing more... Uh, specific pitching you know we're we're taking an article and we're hand pitching it as opposed to just blast pitching out to whoever might be interested mm. okay so you kind of mentioned this then uh, we it's always talked about like a new book's about to come out but what do people do if they wrote a book came out two years ago and they just didn't do a good job of getting the word out about it are they are they just done or, or can you all help them still get you know get some publicity for that book So we don't generally work with authors that published super long time ago. We can kind of figure out a campaign around a book that published maybe in the last three months or something if it's a really good fit and we feel like this is a really good topic for where the media space is right now. Uh, But for authors that have a book from like two years ago and they're a really good client and we really want to work with them, we might say like, listen, let us know when you have an idea for the next book and we'll get you there start to finish. We'll walk <laughs> you through the whole thing. We'll recommend uh-huh. publishers all the time. Uh-huh. We'll say, uh-huh. also will come to us and say, I have an idea, but I don't know. Great. Well, let's set you up with this publisher because I think they're going to be a great fit and we know the editor there and they're fantastic or this person or um, this consultant that can help you self-publish too, if that's what you're interested in. Let's get this started because we really, really want to work with you and we love your topic. Let's do a new book so we can really gain momentum from that. And then we'll use the old book in marketing too, We'll or in pitching. We'll reference it in their bio. We might even pull pieces from it if it makes sense. Oftentimes an author, or not oftentimes, every now and then, an author will send us an old book that's related to the new book that's coming out and we'll send them kind of in pairs. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I mean, especially with author publishers, um, not as much indie publishers, but uh, it's, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And so especially with like your first book, you're doing everything you can to try to figure out how to get the word out. And then, you know, like I know, like at IBPA, I every day I'm like, oh, I wish I'd known this. So what sucks is something like this where you're like, oh, my God, like you're like, I know this is a good book, but it came out three years ago now. And so, and then people are like, eh, it's old news. And you're like, no, but it's, but people, not everyone's heard of it. If, you know, like when they first hear of it, they're going to go, this is great. So anyway, just, it's too bad that it feels like the media are, you know, are kind of like, well, it's quote unquote old. Yeah. And like, it's only old if everyone had already heard of it. 
They want what's new, what's next. That being said, you can publish a new edition of that old book. That might be an option to consider, especially if the topics are still relevant in the space. So maybe you come in and you update the, if it's a nonfiction book, like update the data and the science to it or whatever. If it's a fiction book, write a prequel, write a sequel that's using the same characters and world and and grow it that way. And we can absolutely get the media's attention that way, especially for fiction. We will often push the first book in a series to promote other books in a series Mm -hmm. and grow the author's brand that way. Mm. So it's not the end of the world, but we do need to revamp it just to get the media's attention. Yeah. Unfortunate, but true. I found that sometimes things in life are, are unfortunate and that you just have to <laughs> suck it up. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> so book publicists um, do not accept all the books that come to them. It's not like you're a, uh, you know, whatever service provider who's like, yep, we'll convert your, e- you know, your book to an ebook or something. So what's the process of you all picking? And then is there anything publishers can do to ensure that you're like, oh, I got to over this book? Yeah. Yeah. So that's our business development team. They are great at picking the books. Uh, I do a lot of the execution and a lot of the consulting and education, especially with the author publisher team once we get started. Um, but when they get interest, they will email info at smithpublicity.com and you'll reach out to our lovely Samantha who runs that email account and she'll send it on to Corinne or Kelly or Sandy or Marissa or whoever the BD person is that takes a look at it based on genre. We'll ask you to fill out a questionnaire that kind of mentions what is your book about? What are your goals? Who are you targeting? What does your team look like? What's already happening? So if it's a publisher reaching out, we love to see that because we know the book is going to have support with distribution and they're going to have support with those branding pieces, like a beautiful cover and a beautiful book description that's going to be super useful for for what we're doing in the future. And then we'll look and have a great conversation about, can we help you achieve those goals? Because our our goal is always to help you achieve yours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if it's something that we feel like that's a great goal, but it's not something that we think is we can help you with specifically, we'll tell you that. And then maybe recommend someone else that can help you move that direction. Um, so we always want to help you get to where you're going. Sometimes it's not a good fit and we'll have to turn it down. And that's sometimes people that say, I published a book in 2007. Amazing. Love that for you. Come back to us when you have an, a new book. Mm-hmm. And even on the same topics or ideas, we just, it's too old for the media, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about budget, make sure that it's within the price point. Uh, unfortunately, it's not free. Nothing, nothing in life is free anymore. Oh, I thought everything we we're talking about, your services are free. Okay. That changes my whole line of questioning. Okay. Should have started with that. but really it is a conversation we're very very collaborative and we're very very flexible so we'd rather you reach out and talk to us Mm -hmm. because maybe this project isn't a fit but the next one might be or maybe we can't work with you in this way but maybe in a different way Mm -hmm. and we'll explore all of those options with you hello everyone i'm cutting into the interview real quick because i have a special surprise for all you podcast listeners out there IBPA is excited about our upcoming IBPA Publishing University on May 4th through 6th, 2023 in Coronado, California, which is just outside San Diego, California. And we appreciate you listening to this podcast, so we have an exclusive offer for you. You will get 15% off registration. Again, that's 1515 off registration for the conference if you go to publishinguniversity.org and use promo code IBPA podcast. 
Again, that's IBPA podcast. It's all one word. Use it during checkout and you're going to get 15% off. All right. We look forward to seeing you at the conference. Now back to the show. So I want to make your life as easy as possible as a publicist because I'm a generous person. So I appreciate um, that. Thank you. Well, what can I do? It's just who I am. Um, so I want to see, we've talked some about this. I just want to make sure you have the time to, you know, go into any more detail when publishers come to you, like what makes your life easier when they come to you so that you can do your job the best possible? Yeah. Come to us with a specific title in mind or a specific author, maybe two or three. If you have multiple that are interested in publicity, come to us with goals. If you're looking for support with selling the book or this author really needs support in building their brand and website to sell books, um, come to us with a budget in mind and whether that's the author paying or the publisher paying us, we've done both. Mm. Um, but that's going to help us figure out the breadth of the services that we recommend for you. Cause we might just focus on the, the essentials, what we really think needs to happen versus all of these things that would be fantastic to have, but are kind of icing on top of the cake. Um, but budget, target audience, specific authors, clients, books in mind, and your goals. And then we'll go from there. Well, and I wanted to ask, because you mentioned who pays. So whose quote unquote job is it? Like, should an author assume that the publisher generally will be doing stuff like this? Or do they talk to their publisher and the, and the publisher says, no, no, we're not going to be able to cover that. And then is there any like thing in the contract that then they're not allowed to hire their own publicist to then you know, get the word out or? I mean, I feel like that's case by case with the publisher. Often I feel like the way that it's gone, and this is from my experience working in an independent publisher previously, mm -hmm. was the author would come to us and say, these are my goals. And we'd say, great, this is what we can do to help. And they'd say, okay, but how about pitching to the LA review of books? Mm -hmm. And we'd say, that sounds great. Unfortunately, that's not one of the services we offer, but we have a great partner who've worked with in the past, Smith will publicity, we absolutely recommend them and they work great with what we're doing. And then we'll keep all of us looped in to the same email chains and updates that distribution on the publisher side sees what we're doing and can use it in their sales pitching. We see what the publisher is doing and we can feed off of that. Like, oh, they're really, really focusing on this specific aspect or the mm -hmm. specific piece or theme or timeliness of it. We'll do that to mirror it in our and our pitching and our publicity, and then we'll we'll work together in that way. But often I think it starts with a client talking with their publisher team about what they want to happen, what they'd like to see, and then going from there. But sometimes it'll be the client reaching out and saying, my publisher recommended. Sometimes it's a publisher reaching out saying, we have a client looking for this. How do you feel about it? And that's on a case-by-case -case basis based on our relationship with that publisher. Okay. And then we talked about what makes your life easier. So what are things that can then hinder you all doing a successful campaign when people come to you? Not having access to the book files. I mean, we love printed copies as often as we can get them, as soon mm -hmm. as we can get them, just to have on hand for anyone that requests them. Because of all these distribution problems and you are at the Firebrand conference with me and there was a great session on uh, why there are issues with production at the moment with a lack of paper and, and not enough delivery drivers to deliver the printer books and all of those great things, a printer space. Um, so sometimes it does happen. We have to use a, a digital file only, but 
we're finding that COVID has not changed the amount of people that want a physical book to mm. hold up and show and talk about and add to their bookshelf and read page by page. So we need physical books, if at all possible. And if not, then we need a PDF or a draft of that manuscript as soon as possible so we can take a look at it and start looking at angles and pitches and sending it to anyone that might be interested. Um, if we don't have a cover, that's almost impossible. Like we can't. What are, what are we pitching or a title? We don't, we can't share that. We, you know, we have a nebulous book idea and here that is coming, but it's not going to be as concrete getting someone's attention. We also need a pub date and we need uh, retail links if possible. We can do without it for a few weeks, but we need to know when people can actually go and buy the book. We need that actionability. They need to be able to, to buy now, to pre-order now, to review now. Otherwise, what are we pushing them towards? Mm-hmm. What, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Where are they going to post that review? Where are they going to talk about the book? Who are they going to tag? We can help you build up social media. We can help you build up website. We can help you with your Goodreads page and Amazon optimization. But we need that Amazon page from the publisher, that link and the materials. Can you help me with all of my household mold? That is what I need to know. I, you know what? I'm going to send you a recommendation for this author. You have someone? Yes, we have. We absolutely do. I'm going to send you the book. I can't think of the author's name off my head because he wasn't my client, but absolutely we have someone that can help you with household mold and I'm going to send you his name. Okay. Thank, oh my, I I thought I was going to, you know, die, but now I'm, I think I'm going to be okay. (laughs) Well, some mold is good apparently. I don't know. Oh, well, maybe I'll, maybe they'll come. Immunity. And they'll be, like, the they'll be like, this is a good mold. Just keep breathing it in. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, well, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask uh, about, um, do you have any, and I know it's very general and everything's very specific, but I just wanted to see if kind of like in general, like with fiction or nonfiction, and do you just have any tips about the kind of campaigns, the things that you all do um, for those and you're welcome to get specific i don't know sci-fi mm-hmm. or whatever but anyway i just wanted you're a this is your job so i just wanted to oh, give yeah. you a chance to share that yeah absolutely so we work with all genres i myself and i'm on the fiction team mm-hmm. so i do work with a lot of fiction and that's children's ya middle grade adult fiction genre fiction so romance sci-fi fantasy uh, historical fiction those types of things but i also work on other genres with the other teams, which would be our lifestyle team. They do the memoirs. They do the pet experts. We have right now a vet who wrote a memoir of his vet experiences, and he goes out and talks about why you should brush your cat's teeth and uh, how he swam with gators once. Mm -hmm. And that's a really exciting one. Uh, We also work with uh, parenting, relationships, any kind of self-help advice book, business, most of our authors, I'd say, are business or a good. Th- I mean, at least a third of them are business. Mm. And that's going to be finance, business light, which is more like workplace culture and wellness, personal growth within business. But we also have HR specialists, AI tech experts. I mean, really, truly, we have a publicist for any type of book that you have that is really excited about that topic and knows exactly they have a publisher con- they have a contact in mind for the media the second that you talk about a topic they're like oh man Lydia Dish from Fast Company absolutely gonna love this piece I can't wait to send it to her mm. and so we'll we'll work with you that way any genre uh yeah well so I have a book it's not the four-day work week I want to do the three-day work week so okay. let's get let's get going. We're gonna write. I'm gonna write this book, and you're gonna help me sell it. 
Um, I just, four is still too long. I only want to work three days a week. <laughs> Fair. I mean, hybrid, we work hybrids. So I'm only in the office three days a week at home. Mm-hmm. The other two days working from mm-hmm. home. Uh, no, I'm glad you're getting in on the ground, getting yeah. us in on the ground floor, looping us in early. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's workshop that title because it might okay. be a little derivative. Okay. All right. Um, well, so how, tell us again, where can people learn about Smith publicity and all the uh, wonderful things you all do? Absolutely. We have our website, smithpublicity.com. You can also follow us on social media at Smith publicity, pretty much everywhere except for TikTok, which we're working on. Um, and then. Follow our podcast, All Things Book Marketing. We do have a newsletter that we update regularly that has lots of great tips and runs and things that we're excited about. And info at smithpublicity.com is the email to reach out to to start off, and then we'll get you set up with the right person to figure out how we can help you best. Yeah. Well, uh, again, I mean, I know, you know, you all work with the whole gamut of clients and, um, you know, it's it's so important that you exist because... Uh, a lot of publishers, authors, you know, it's just it's just one extra thing for them to have to learn how to do. So you that's your focus. You're the you know, they're the experts on this. So to have you to turn to 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 be able to do that is so important. Um, and, um, you know, I'm I'm grateful that, you know, book publishers exist, especially for, as an author publisher that I don't I, that's one less thing for me to have to be like, oh, I need to be an expert in that, too. Uh, so, yeah. Well, and we're so grateful for our authors and publisher contacts. I mean, without those beautiful covers that you'll put together and the distribution plans and the editing and the time that goes into building a beautiful product cannot be understated, mm-hmm. overstated, cannot be overstated. Oh, may- I don't know, Freudian slip. Maybe maybe you don't love covers. You don't like them. Love covers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I am a big, I'll fall for any marketing ploy. I'll buy the same book with four different covers. So definitely not me. Oh, I'm going to do, I'm going to, yeah, all right. I'm going to start marketing all my covers for my books to you and just, I'll just keep telling you, like, darn it, I had to get another one. It's my main (laughs) aesthetic is my book titles, my book covers. Uh, Well, again, thank you, Olivia. This is excellent information. I really appreciate it. Uh, So we hope that everybody out there wants to learn also about Independent Book Publishers Association. Uh, You can go to our website at ibpa-online.org. And also, we hope you'll listen to this podcast. A new episode drops the last Thursday of every month. We appreciate it, Olivia. Thank you. And I'm sure that we'll be in touch. Uh, Smith Publicity uh, and IBPA, hopefully, we'll, we'll find other ways to work together. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>